Okay, so good morning, everyone. I hope you slept well and are feeling refreshed and ready to engage with this new day. So just taking these few moments to come to stillness. So that we can begin to get some steadiness in ourselves and on the screen. Because this is a relational practice. So your steadiness, your stillness helps support the whole group. And in service of that, it's helpful if you could arrive just a couple of minutes before the start of the session so that we're all gathered and starting to settle into a meditative space. And then we're in the best position to be able to really dive into these teachings, these practices. So this morning I'd like to continue developing the base of our mindfulness meditation by beginning to open out beyond the hub of the wheel, the body and the breath, to start to include the sense door of hearing. So if you remember the wheel diagram that I shared last night, it arranges aspects of our experience in concentric circles, starting with the most simple experience at the center, at the hub, and then becoming increasingly complex as we move out towards the rim of the wheel, which is where proliferation is located. Proliferation being all of that mental and emotional reactivity that happens when there is no mindfulness. So in a similar way, to counteract that centrifugal force or pull of proliferation, we can train in gradually expanding the field of our mindful awareness to include more and more aspects of our experience beyond just the breath and the body. So in the Satipatthana Sutta, the four establishments of mindfulness, we start with mindfulness of the body as we've been exploring on this retreat so far. And then the second establishment is mindfulness of feeling tone or Vedana that I touched into briefly last night. The automatic registering of every sense experience as either pleasant, unpleasant or neutral before it gets compounded into an emotion or a mental reaction of liking or disliking. And then the third establishment of mindfulness is mindfulness of the mind itself. And it's good to keep in mind that, no pun intended, this mindfulness is not just about being with breath and the body, because there's a very common misperception, even among experienced meditators, that mindfulness is just the body and the breath, and so if there's any thinking or mental activity or emotions coming up, that's wrong, bad, a problem, something we need to get rid of. But as our mindfulness practice deepens, we strengthen the capacity to be with our mental activity of all kinds, thoughts, emotions, moods and mind states, with exactly the same kind curiosity, open interest, calm and clarity 
that we can bring to the breath and the body. And again, we'll be exploring this mindfulness of mind later in the retreat, along with the fourth establishment of mindfulness, which is mindfulness of dhammas. Now, this one is not so easy to translate because the Pali word dhamma has lots of different meanings. It can mean phenomena or experiences. It can also refer to the Buddha's teachings. So the translation I prefer, if I have to translate it at all, is mindfulness of dhammas, is mindfulness of categories of experience. Sounds a little bit abstract, but it includes many of the numbered lists that some of you are familiar with, such as the five hindrances, the five types of afflictive mental qualities that get in the way of clear seeing or insight. It also includes the seven factors of awakening, those seven very beneficial mental qualities that support clear seeing or insight. So there's a lot in that fourth establishment, too much to go into detail now. But just to say that we've actually already been practicing with at least some of these hindrances and awakening factors. So, for example, each time you recognized irritation or annoyance and you didn't act on it or react to it or spread it, you were working skillfully with a hindrance of ill will or aversion. Likewise, since mindfulness is the first of the seven factors of awakening, we've all already been developing a strong base of this awakening factor. And again, we'll come back to these in a few days, but for now, I just wanted to give you a bit of context about how this gradual training in mindfulness unfolds and deepens. So also included in this a fourth establishment, or the lists, is the list of the six sense bases that I briefly touched into last night. So in the Buddha's teachings, the five physical senses plus the mind is included as a sense base. So we can begin to open up the field of awareness beyond the breath and the body to include experiences of seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, physical sensations, mental activity. And this morning I'd like to practice with getting used to that gradual opening up. So we're going to be exploring the experience of hearing in our meditation practice. Before we do that, I just want to highlight that mindfulness, I'm hoping you'll get a sense, is not a static quality. So one of the drawbacks of the English word mindfulness as a translation for sati is that mindfulness is a noun. It can sound like a thing, a static, fixed quality that we're supposed to get. And it can sound like mindfulness is just one solid thing that's experienced in one set way. But in actual practice... Mindfulness is more a way of relating to our experience, so it needs to be responsive and flexible. And depending on what's happening in our practice at any given time, we might need to adjust the field of our awareness to suit the overall quality of our mind. So as an analogy, you might 
think of mindfulness as being like the lens of a camera. Sometimes we can zoom in very close to the minutiae of our experience, all the tiny details, and then it's like the macro setting on a camera. We can become aware of an extraordinary level of detail that can be quite fascinating. And this happens quite naturally when there's strong steadiness of mind, strong stability, and it's quite a wonderful experience. But at other times, if we're trying to get that kind of precision, it can become tiring to aim for or to sustain. So if we're feeling like the mindfulness has got sort of tight and contracted, it can be skillful to metaphorically open up the lens of the camera and take a more wide angle or panoramic approach. And when we do this, the mindfulness is covering a wider range of objects. So for example, right now, you can zoom in, just focus on me and the details of my hand moving, my lips speaking and so on. Or you can settle back and take in the whole screen and see the array of names, of faces, of people moving and so on. Or you could zoom out even further and take in the whole space of the room, whatever's beyond the screen. It's the same mindfulness, it's just taking in a broader range of objects. So sometimes this relative expansiveness of mindfulness can help the mind relax. We simply settle back and receive whatever's present rather than zooming in and focusing. The possible drawback of this more wide-angle approach is that at times that spaciousness can slide into spaciness, spacing out. So if we notice that the mindfulness has become so broad that it's too uh, diffuse, we might want to consciously bring the awareness back to one, what they call anchor, perhaps just the breath or just physical sensations. Stay with that anchor until the samadhi, the stability of mind, is strong again. So in this next sitting, I'll be giving instructions that start with mindfulness of breathing, as usual, and then open up to physical sensations, and then beyond that to the experience of hearing, of sounds. And using sound as an anchor can help the mind relax, because unlike the breath, we don't have any control over sounds. All we do is settle back, notice sounds if, when they arise. We don't need to identify what the sound is. It might happen naturally, but we don't want to try and figure it out. So we're not trying to work out, is that a chainsaw or a table saw? But just note hearing, hearing, hearing for as long as the sound lasts. If no sounds are present, we come back to the home base of the breath until another sound arises. So that's a general overview of what we'll be doing in this first session, and I'll talk you through it. But to begin with, just settle yourself into a meditative posture if you're not already. 